Rivalry Week podcast brought to you by Nikon. Uh, it's, it's good to be here. It's it good, good to be good with to you. Be here. Rivalry Week. Rivalry Week. Rivalry, rivalry week. week. Rivalry Week. Rivalry Week. Rivalry Week. What Forrest doesn't understand in the comments uh, telling us to say Rivalry Week five times fast is this is actually something we used to do in our old uh, sports department in uh, ABC 3340. We also had a podcast about this word last We've week. We've probably year. brought it up 10 straight years in a row. Yeah. How hard it is to say. It's impossible. Rivalry Week. I've got it down. Like Just I've call practiced it. it so many times. Just call I've it hate week. On air so many times. Just call it hate week. Hate week. Call it what it is. I hate. I do hate Auburn. Uh, I do hate Auburn. Well, good news. So does New Mexico State. Actually, probably not because they paid him one point eight million dollars to go beat them. Big fans. We are so back. Uh, hey, thanks for joining. This is a college football podcast. He's Patrick. I'm Patrick. We went to school together. That school was Alabama. It was Alabama. Alabama had a big Still win is. this week. Yeah. Uh, beat UTC sixty-six to ten. I'm getting this one out of the way. Go ahead. Do um, what you got to do. Milrow played great. Uh, uh, defense played well. Uh, there was a couple drives the defense kind of lacked mm-hmm. a little bit, but a lot of guys kept playing time. The only thing I want to bring up from this game mm-hmm. is Ty Simpson dropping the ball at the one-yard line. And hell of a run before it. Deshaun Jackson did. <laughs> like, if it, like, you couldn't tell me Wednesday that he was going to do that and me not be like, no way. I would have said I love it because that means we're winning by a ton and it's a great memeable moment in Alabama football history. Ugh. Look. Great game for Alabama, though. Therefore, great game for the world. Great game for the world. Uh, speaking of which, we play NCAA 14 while we do this on Twitch. Uh, if you're on pod, howdy, you know the drill. Uh, but we are the offensive coordinator. This is year two of our dynasty. Yes. We're the offensive coordinator at Alabama. Um, this offense is going to... We might move the ball. We're going to be okay. I mean, we're, we, we we're going to be okay. We beat, uh, in, in week one, um, we beat, uh, let's see, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Scrolling backwards. 49-19. Yeah. And that was our maybe B game. C it was, game. It was also, shout out Forrest, probably the most... Uh, spacious mm-hmm. and sort of all over the place random uh offense we've ever called um there are a lot of a lot of different plays called there shout uh out abc 3340 by but the it was way. great shout out 3340 james Spann's actually watching james, shout out james Spann. james Spann. i saw this he had a he had a little procedure done recently but i heard he's doing okay so i hope he's had a speedy recovery i'm sure he's probably already back doing the weather because he's that guy but forrest is correct we gave up a safety last week don't forget <laughs> that's right uh <laughs> all right and so we actually didn't go over the preseason stuff so i'm going to do that real quick before we start talking college football alabama we're number five i don't remember where we were preseason uh i guess five um yep. usc came in number one we got washington michigan georgia doesn't look too different from modern day except usc being number one that definitely didn't happen uh, Oklahoma's there. Arkansas's really good in this for some reason. Um, I want to look at the Heisman, and uh, then we can start talking college football. Which, by the way, uh, if you are joining us on Twitch right now, thank you so much. You guys are our OGs because you're watching it live. If you're watching us on YouTube, thank you. We're trying to grow Easy. that. Podcast is the OGs. And then the podcast. Well, let's the be OGs. honest. That's let's right. be honest. The podcast people. Uh, you told me a little fact about our podcast the other day, which I want yeah. to brag about because it was kind of neat and it took so, me back a little bit. Yeah, we have been uh, doing this podcast since August 2015. Mm-hmm. We have eclipsed 14,000 total downloads. That's actually the stat this time. We're not making this one up. And we've been in uh, 65 different countries. That's pretty cool. That's pretty. It cool. was also really cool to go through the analytics and see the cities. Yeah. Because you could see where all of our friends were. Yeah, you can see where all the main. It was, it was like it was like Pensacola, Panama City, Durham, High Point. Speaking of Panama City, shout out Jerry Brown. Uh, shout out Gene too. Shout out Gene. <laughs> Holy! Shout out! Shout out Jerry Brown! Shout out! Uh, shout out Billy, man! Shout out Billy! Um, no, all right, we're gonna play some NCAA and talk some football. Um. Let's see. Do you want to just jump right into it since we thanked everybody? We did all of our like window yeah. dressing stuff. Uh, yeah, so thank you for listening to the podcast. We hit 10 years next year. We had a years. decade of Pat's interference next year, which is nuts. We uh, have a party. All right, dude. I said this to you last week. I really wish we were playing. I, I said last week, I really wish we were playing Georgia right now yeah. and not a few weeks from now. And Saturday's exactly why. They rolled over Tennessee 38 10. Um, it, it's hard to deny that they're the best team in the country. It's, um, Carson, you can't shy away from it. We, we've been kind of tough on Georgia. Not as tough as we have been on Alabama and USC and some other teams, but 
We were pretty tough on Georgia earlier in the year. We are not that way anymore. No, no, that did not age well for us. Carson Beck looks great. He was 24 for 30 for 298 and three touchdowns. Um, this, is their, this is their glory days, right? This is the best Georgia football has ever been. They're, they're in the good old days right now. Um, this, this is, uh, I remember what it was like to feel the way Georgia fans are feeling right now, and it was fun. And people always would ask you. My mom asked, still to this day asks me. She'll go, yeah, but is it fun winning like that every week? Yeah. Damn straight. Yes, absolutely. And Georgia's Georgia's living it up right now, man. It's it's good. It's good for them. It's bad for the rest of the country because I don't like seeing a win. But, um, man, joyless murder ball. That is what they're doing. Yeah, it we is. We invented it, but they're doing it right yeah, now. Yeah, they're doing it. Oh, what do you know? Kirby stole something. Um, and then Tennessee on just the complete other side of the spectrum has just had a complete come apart. Yeah. Um, I know they weren't expecting this season to quite be like last season, but I doubt they were expecting it to look like this. Uh, Josh Heupel has had at least uh, 35 touchdowns as a head coach. Um, his offenses have had at least 35 touchdowns mm -hmm. in conference games when he's a head coach uh, for the last six years. Do you know how many he has right now? You told me before, and I think I've already forgotten the number, but it's less than 20. 16. 16 touchdowns. That's a huge problem for Tennessee. Yeah. Um, now, it's not someone that I think like buries them. I don't think they're in the grave. I think... They've got a great backup quarterback who's going to take over next year that I think a lot of their fan base is actually looking forward to seeing. Uh -huh. um, but it's not its not great. No, it's, it's and, not and my great. question for you before the podcast, which I want to bring in here, is are you... Looking forward to watching them play in the Music City Bowl? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> no, are you... Are you sh do you feel like this year's a little bit more fluky, or do you feel like they were kind of a flash in the pan last year? Do you feel like they're a top 15 program as it stands right now that's had sort of a downer of a year? Or do you think they're a top 40 program that exceeded expectations last year? It's a uh, tough question, in my opinion. They, yeah, I, I, don't, I think it's too early to tell. Ask mm -hmm. me that this time next year, and I think we'll have a better idea. Um, next year's the year they've been building toward, too, because they, they get the quarterback. I mean, some sites had Nico. I don't, I'm not going to try to pronounce his last name before I have to. We'll learn Nico, it before whatever. next season. Uh, some, some places had him as the number one quarterback in the country last year. Um, but that's next year's stuff. Yeah. I want to talk more about Georgia. Uh, Georgia, Georgia's very good. I think there are probably two teams in the country that can beat Georgia right now. Three, depending on who wins Ohio State, Michigan. Um, I think one of them is Alabama. I think Alabama's going to have to play a near perfect game to beat them, though. Uh -huh. I don't think Alabama can have the mistakes they had. They've had this year in their bigger games against the Tennessee's, Ole Miss's, A&M's. Yeah. Um, also, I think that's probably going to be the best defense Alabama has seen all year. Um, I do think Georgia's defense is a bit better than Texas's at this point. Um, Big time. And I think Alabama hasn't seen a defense that good in many, many weeks. Uh -huh. uh, so that's going to be a really interesting game. Like I said, I think Bama needs to play a perfect game if they're going to win that one in Atlanta. Um, but, I, yeah, man, it's, it's tough to deny what Georgia's been able to do this year. Um, I also look at their schedule a little bit and wonder what it's going to be like for them when they face a little bit more adversity than they're used to. Because we've seen a lot of Alabama teams, and we, we saw have. it back in Alabama's yeah, heyday, yep, yep. where it was that way, right? That's exactly right. Um, they've, they've still got lessons to learn as a team. Go look at kick six. <sighs> yeah. Oh, by the way, 15th anniversary. If you're an Alabama fan, we're about to see that clip a hundred times this weekend. <laughs> yes, because CBS is having a bit of a farewell tour, um, and so they're going to show all their big moments. One of the things that I don't hear enough being talked about right now is, does the Spotify listen even count as a download? Yeah, I mean, it does. I count it as that. Actually, I don't know if... I think that might just be across iTunes. Is that across everything? Our uh, 14,000 download. I know we're a little bit late to that one. But, yeah. um... No. One thing that everybody keeps talking about with Alabama, because they're kind of mirror images of each other this season, other than Alabama has the loss. Um, you know, Milrow becoming a, a, a positive as a quarterback on the team, despite that throw <laughs> in the stream. Um... You know, he's a positive at quarterback when he was a negative earlier in the year. Well, look no further than Carson Beck, who the way he's been playing lately is the reason that Georgia has taken this. The defense was always there. The skill positions are always there. But now they're rolling as an offense. Now they know that their defense doesn't have to allow 24 points or less for them to, to win pretty easily. Right. The offense is going to go out and get 42 every week now. Right. Remember when Bama was doing that even with, you know, less glamorous guys? Like, you know, McCarron wasn't a glamorous quarterback. Big time. Right? Big time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Kirby, is, Kirby learned a lot coaching under Saban. He's taken every morsel of it into Georgia. It's it's actually impressive, and I don't give him enough credit for doing. No, we don't. There. We don't. And let's let's see where they end up uh, after the season. All right, done with George Tennessee. You good? Yes. 
Gosh, that is just so great. That's Money. the best play Corey Brooks bank. has had in years. Um, that was an interesting way to do the controller. Yeah, there we're we go. good now. All right, we're all right. We're all right. Hey, I'll, coach, nice drive. While you take over the offense, I'll move on to the next game. Anybody in the comments with nothing to say about Georgia, then we'll move on. Ohio State, they thump Minnesota. And, okay, so the re I set up this, this list here that we read off of. I did it in um, – numerical order as far as where they're ranked because I feel like that's the right way to start talking about college football. Now, sure. There's eight teams vying for four playoff spots, so we're going to move on to number two, like I said, Ohio State. Normally, we don't talk about a 37-3 win on this podcast, but we're getting to that point of the year where every final score matters as long as it's these eight teams. Yep. So, yeah, who cares? They beat Minnesota. They, beat, they don't lose to Minnesota. But the big thing that I'm taking away from that is we're going into week 13, Yep. And you're still sporting a defense that's given up three points to you know, a conference opponent. That's not easy to do. That's impressive. No matter which way you slice it, that's an impressive finish. That's an impressive ending. You know, Everything is about style points now as we get closer to the end of the year. I don't know. What do you take away from, from a I, Saturday? It's the first Saturday in a while, it seems like, where there was zero calms with, with Ohio State's game. We've talked a lot this season about Michigan for obvious reasons. They cheated and got caught and are barely serving any sort of punishment whatsoever. Sure. So that's one reason we're talking about them so much. The other reason that we're talking about them so much is because of their play on the field, obviously, and their defense. And their defense has been great. Saturday was rough, but you know you know this as well as anybody. Everyone right now who is vying for a playoff spot is in survive and advance mode. Yes. Right? Um, and that's, that's what you know, Michigan did. They've had a lot of, and not for nothing, they've had a lot of issues and off-the-field stuff like we mm -hmm. mentioned. Um, so it's impressive that they can focus up like that and get a win like that. Nobody's really talked about Ohio State's defense and how good it is. Yeah. But it has been arguably better. Mm -hmm. um, and that game is going to be awesome on Saturday. It is going to be an absolute blast. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. Eh. Get off me. Corey Brooks is a get off me. Get off me. He's like, he's like seven catches on the year in real life. Um, all right. Dog in this Sorry game. about that. Uh, but yeah, Ohio State's defense has been awesome. Ugh. Their offense is starting to click a little bit more. Flip side of the ball, are you done with PJ Fleck if you're Minnesota? You got to be close. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, he's he's a name that I haven't thought of in a while, which is usually when it's time to probably start moving on for a team like that, in my mind at least. Um, he's had some good seasons, but he hasn't sustained anything. And I, I, would, I would probably not keep him. Another name I want to bring up in, in, in accordance with this game is when Mayan Williams went down for Ohio State, I thought that was going to be a bigger deal. But a name that hasn't made as much noise the last couple of years is Travion Henderson. Right. He's coming on super strong, and they need him to to beat teams like Michigan I, because... I, I, can I be honest with you? Yeah. When I was in Europe a few weeks ago, uh -huh. I saw his name and thought ESPN had made a typo. Yeah. I didn't realize he was still there. <laughs> I, forgot, I completely forgot he was still there. Sorry, continue. No, he's, he, he had that great freshman year and was a you know, future first-round pick, and then he got hurt a little bit, fell off, and Mayan Williams was more fitting what their offense wanted to do. He's been awesome. He should be. He's a five-star. He's playing like it, and they need him to do that because Kyle McCord hasn't he's, – he's not, you know, he's not the most awe-inspiring quarterback this season. He hasn't been horrible, but he hasn't been great, so they really need him – to open up the offense because they have Marvin Harrison Jr., who they really is their number one weapon, but they can't get him the ball if they can't run the ball. And right. so him playing this well is one of the reasons why they're starting to, to round into form the same way Alabama and Georgia seem to be. Oh. Now that's caught. Damn it. <laughs> I thought you were going to throw it on the line a little bit more. Uh, Forrest says might be the biggest Ohio State-Michigan game ever, at least in recent memory. They've had three or four of these in the past decade or so where it's kind of a 1v3, 2v3, 1v4, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, this one's huge. Yeah, I mean, the last two years have all have meant who goes to the playoffs. This is the third straight year, but this one does seem like it's got the most intrigue to it. And maybe I'm being a prisoner of the moment, but I'm just gonna throw it to whoever. There we go. <laughs> I didn't even I didn't even look to see where B was. I just hit B. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it, um, Ohio State's great. Michigan's great. Um, they survived Maryland, like we talked about. We can talk about this game a little bit. Um, JJ McCarthy has not really impressed me. I've never seen it with him, and I, I, I'll be honest, I don't watch so much Michigan because they're usually on at noon, and they haven't been playing great teams this year, and it's been sort of a, a boring schedule when a, with other more interesting games on, but then I start seeing his name pop up in first rounds of mock drafts, and I see his name ahead of guys like Jaden Daniels, and then I have to take stock. So I watched him this weekend, 
And I'm not saying that it's the only time that you know I should I should sure. watch more, but I wasn't impressed. Washington got upset in Stan- by Stanford in this game, not in Alabama football. plays Stanford this season in this game, not in real life. Okay, He's sorry, keep going. school Stanford. So yeah, um, I mean, I guess I probably like him better than Kyle McCord, but he 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 doesn't stir a ton in me. He's I, a good player. I don't, I don't think I don't think he's elite like the way a lot of people prop him up to be, and I'm not sure that I have enough knowledge of him to say fully if that's the case. But right. I don't know. Maybe other people have watched him more. Maybe Mastowaffle or uh, yeah, we we could be Parker, or we, Ralph Reynolds have. We we could be sitting here in in two weeks doing the Shack meme. Yeah, I apologize. I didn't. Really I didn't. Know your yeah, game. I didn't. <laughs> I was um, familiar with their game. But yeah, no, and uh, I'm very very tired of Michigan. Uh, the the stunt with the flags and trying to cut off the sky cam's visibility to their plays like that's my up, biggest dude. that's normally normally traditionally i like michigan more than ohio state same. i always have same but this particular i i don't understand the us versus the world mentality i don't either you cheated it's not us versus the world well i hope we get away with this like auburn has the auburn creed they talk about what it means well, what's a michigan man what's right. a michigan man i'm pretty sure a michigan man admits his mistakes owns up to things that he's done wrong and moves on. And instead, all you've done is just trot out this woe is me piss party for the last three or four as weeks. They're getting I'm sick all, of as it, they're dude. getting away with the slap on the wrist like we all knew they would, like I screamed on this podcast like a month. I got really heated for some reason. It's Started so screaming dumb, about it. dude. It's, the, it's exactly what I... And actually, the, the story got bigger than I thought it would. We're kind of going off topic here, but the story got bigger than I thought it would, so I don't know. I just... The us versus... The world mentality. Yeah, Harbaugh really needs to get the cult vibe. Michigan's cringy. They're killing us. Uh, ooh, look at all the comments coming. Thanks, guys. Um, but they they survived. So we haven't really talked about them surviving Maryland, though. No, Talia played great. It's every Maryland game where they look like they might be, they might be giving <laughs> right. somebody an upset watch. Right. Right. I don't know why this just happened. Okay. Uh, we're regulating um, a game, so it takes a minute. But yeah, I I, I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I, they, they just. Maryland is the same team every year to me. Yeah. They are either really, really bad, or there's two teams. They're either really, really bad, and they're a cakewalk for everybody, right? Yeah. Or they're not as bad as normal, and they give teams a heart attack in the first half of almost every game and end up losing it. And that's what happened Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel about a lot of teams that way. They, they had a chance. The, there's one play in that game that I don't really understand, which was they had like a second and, or I think it was like a third and 18 from their own two. Mm-hmm. And they, the clock was running down. They almost, they called like a timeout instead of just letting the play clock go. It's on your own two. Yeah, right. You take a half yard penalty. Why did you do that? Makes I don't know. It was sense. a weird. It was a weird time to take a timeout. They needed a timeout at the end of the game. They didn't have it, and that's a that's a big pet peeve of mine. Here's another. So, two sides of this coin. You have Ohio State blowing out Minnesota. Minnesota's not much, um, and then Michigan barely surviving a team that they should have beaten by a lot more points. But Maryland's a little bit better than Minnesota. But how how much do you read into Michigan's struggles going into this game, where it looks like Ohio State's got everything figured out right now? I I don't. Um, you know, it is what it is. Like yeah. I said, these teams survive in advance at this point. We've seen Alabama do that how many times? Um, they get to a, usually it's not November for them because their November slate's a little bit tougher than most, but um, they get to October, mm-hmm. and it is Ole Miss. And yeah. for some reason, they're up by three going into the fourth quarter, right? I mean, we've seen it a ton. I'm not really buying into it. I think, like I said, I think Michigan's got a lot going on behind the scenes. Obviously, we know that, but I think there's even more that we see. Yeah. Um, and I think they're trying really hard not to freak out, and they're trying to keep their players level, but it's hard. I mean, every time they go on Twitter, they've got to be seeing how much the entire country hates them. That's true. And that, yeah, that's that's going to be tough. They're the bad guys of college football right now. Um, FSU used to be the bad guys for a couple years. You know, every, good transition. Every Jordan Travis shattered his leg. Yes. Normally, we wouldn't talk about Florida State in this game, um, but we have to talk Florida State now. It, it, dude, it sucks. It sucks. I hate that he got hurt. He was a ton of fun to watch. He's been, like, one of the poster children for this season, right? Right. Um, and it just sucks that he got hurt. It sucks that he got hurt the way he got hurt because it was gross. I don't think you all saw it as quickly as I did when he got hurt, but I no. was screaming. We're all I hate disgusting. that. 
I hate that. I can do blood, by the mm -hmm. way. I don't think we've ever talked about this. I can do blood. I can't do bones not where bones are supposed to be. I can't do that. Well, if the CW showed the replay, they showed him in the ambulance. They showed oh, him as I much forgot of that it as was possible. the CW. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. The tough. CW did. They've never had to cover an injury like that. You could tell because they showed the replay. They showed him lying there. They showed him a lot more than we're used to seeing these players in this day and age. After we've seen this more often, um, like Kevin Ware and stuff like that. They, you know, hey, CW, whatever. That's not what I want to discuss. But I want to discuss is. I don't know. I want to talk about maybe the impact of this. Because there's an impact that should be felt across the eight teams that we keep talking about, right? Yeah. Um, we're, we're recording this as we stand pre-rankings release. This is a Monday afternoon. So if you're listening to this later, then you already have your answer. But do you think the committee will move Florida State down? Should they? I think they will. Uh-huh. I think they probably should, and it sucks that they should, but they should. I, I don't know how else to put it, man. Like... Your best player, the crux of your offense and the leader of your team, just had his leg snapped in half. If we're trying to get the, and again, this is another conversation we'll have later, but the four best teams, if that's the qualifier this year, or if mm -hmm. it's the body of work conversation, or if it's right. a head-to-head -head this year, our point is every year it changes. Um, but if we're really looking at the four best teams, I don't think Florida State's one of the four best teams at their main component of their offense. Yeah. In like years past, the committee 60, has said they look at injuries. Like 60% of their offensive production goes through him. Yeah. At least. And that's, that's a rough estimate, and it's probably way off. It's probably way higher than that. Mm -hmm. um, but let's say, to be generous, 60% of their production comes from Jordan Travis. Who Oregon beat this week? They beat Arizona State. Why did you... Ralph Reynolds threw up over his cell phone. Right? saw it. Um, I actually believe that for some reason. But yeah, so that's they have to. I think they have to. Uh-huh. Um, they have to move them down. What do you think? Yes, I, I don't think it's fair. Um, actually, I'm going to say that I don't think they should yet. I think they should be able to, if, if it's not the last game of the season, they should be able to wait one week, right? Because the, everything's not decided this week. And who knows? I mean, we can say that they should, but let's pretend that in 2017, uh, Jalen Hurts had hurt himself in week 12. Yeah. And Tua had to come in. Well, would it really have made sense at the end of the day to move uh, Alabama down because Tua had to start? Because Alabama would have been a better team that year. Because We don't know that Tate Rodemaker doesn't have it. We, we, we don't. We don't. So he, we should give it a week. We should see how he plays. If they look like they're much more of a shell of themselves, then adjust the rankings accordingly. But we can't react to what we haven't seen yet. Uh, Parker says, um, trying to see if Florida State should drop behind uh, Washington or Washington and Oregon. It's a good call, and you bring up a good point. I don't think there's any reason to do it quite yet. Mm -hmm. I cannot believe Alabama's defense gave up a touchdown to Old Dominion. Look at that. That's disgusting. What this does set up, and I hate to put it in this term because injuries cause this, but we have a pretty interesting, in a lackluster sort of way, quarterback matchup because uh, Graham Mertz is also hurt for Florida. I don't know if you've yes. seen that. He got uh, hurt against Missouri. He got hurt in a wild play, by the way. I don't know if you saw it. I actually didn't see the play. I just know he's wild. out for the year. Yes. And so we have two former three-star quarterbacks yep. competing against each other in the swamp at night with seven other teams basically waiting with bated breath to see how they do. Rotomaker's a little older. He has a little bit more experience. So he has the... Look at that. That's beauty. What a beautiful throw. I mean, it's that easy. 350 yards of offense in the first half. Washington throwing all over again. State in the downpour is so underrated. That's true. Uh, that's true. That's true, because that game was ugly. Uh, that game was which, ugly. Is that our next game? I believe so. We can move on to that. Let's move on. Uh, yeah. Transition force. Washington and Penix beat Oregon State and DJ Uyunglele. Mm -hmm. uh, in Corvallis, it poured. It downrained that game. They still won. Um, Interesting game script, this one. The... Is Washington the sort of heart attack team this year? Yes. And I said this a couple weeks ago, I think one of the podcasts that you were in Europe still. But I think that we've reached the point of the year where there is something to be said for sure about a team that keeps winning games. There's a skill that comes with winning close games Yeah, where I stop dismissing it. At. For, for a while I dismissed it. Like they barely beat. They barely beat so. They like barely beat X. They barely beat Y. But after you do it about nine times in a season, it's like... If that's, if that's just your identity, then that's your that's identity. That's what you do. Right? Florida State in 24th, the year after their natty did it and wrote it all the way to the playoffs. TCU did it last year. It's, it's a skill that teams have. Uh, Parker, for asking, there were four turnovers in the Washington-Oregon State game. Um, 
Yeah, you mentioned TCU last year. That's a great. I mean, mm-hmm. you remember TCU in the conference title game. We kept waiting on them to lose because Alabama needed them to lose to get the play, and they never did. We're seeing a lot more of that right now. Oh, they did in the conference things, championship, but at that point, it didn't matter. Right. right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's uh, Washington's good, not great. I don't think Penix is the best player in the country. Um, I honestly don't think he's the best player in the conference right now. Yeah. Uh, but these are um, the the Heisman voters. They have they have got a very interesting game next week. Um, but you asked me last week if I was worried about Washington in this one. I gave him a little bit more of a... Oh my gosh. How did he catch I it? I expected that to be picked. I gave him a little bit more of a cushion than mm-hmm. most and what actually happened. Because I said I liked Washington a lot in that game. Um, they came... I mean, they had a nine-point lead at one point in this game. I love what they, I saw from the defense. They only wound up winning by two, but again, close wins are close wins. That quarterback, Martinez, I think his name, that's one of the best defensive backs performances I've seen in college football this yeah, year. He was no, all over the place. He's been just, awesome. He had three picks, two picks? He had at least two, I think but he, had he was two. also just swatting uh, no, he was, and getting in the... He was know, awesome. He's all over the place. In his bag, takeover mode. Uh, I just said I didn't think Penix was the best player in that conference. Let's move on to the guy that I think is. Mm-hmm. Bo Nix and Oregon beat my beloved Arizona State. I thought you were going to say... Scadabro, 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 Scadabro. Cam Scadabro is the best all-around player in the conference. In the, in the country. Uh, you're right. You're not wrong. If, if I wanted a long touchdown. I mean, you got one. You had three dudes open on that play. Yeah. <laughs> My word. Uh, yeah, no, Scadabro. You can only go so long without going four verts just for the just for them. Scadabro was uh, was awesome. Not nearly good enough to beat Oregon. Um, Oregon played great. Bo Nix looks great. Do you think he wins the Heisman? I do. Um, do you think he deserves one, Heisman? I will by the time we get there because he had six touchdowns. Everybody if, wants to talk about Jaden Daniels, but I mean, he had six. Was it first half touchdowns? And uh, Jaden Daniels isn't about to go play a top five team. I'll say this about Bo Nix because when Bo Nix is playing Washington, Jaden Daniels will be at home because mm-hmm. Alabama's the SEC West representative. Watch a lot of Bo Nix in my time. Right, we I all just, have. We all have. I watched a We've lot. We've had of a lot of exposure. I've watched a lot of good Bo Nicks. I've watched a lot of bad Bo Nicks. Usually a little bit more bad. We were there for Bo Picks. But right now, I think it's a little um, messed up that he's not getting more recognition, and that's easy to because he started off his career so slow. He became oh, more of a meme than a quarterback. Tackle. Uh, and he plays on the West Coast, right? Yep. And so nobody's watching him, and then Jane Daniels is getting all, and he Jane Daniels deserves every bit of exposure he's getting right now. Yeah. But six touchdowns in November, I know was, and I, I don't get mad at me when I put it in these terms. I know it was against Arizona State. Easy, right? But a very talented Arizona State team that's hard to beat at home. Mm-hmm. And you know, if if he gets to the end of the year and wins this rematch against oh. Michael Penix, looks good doing it. Yep. I think it's going to hurt Jane Daniels that he did not play on the last Saturday of the college that's, football season. That's what I'm saying. He'll be on the couch. And the voters will remember the last thing they saw. That's what happens most seasons. Yep. The voters remember the exact last thing they saw. Uh, ask Trent Richardson. Ask, uh, ask, ask Tua Tungavailoa. <sighs> right? So, anyway. I don't know. Uh, Nick's, I, are you worried at all about them going against Oklahoma St- or Oregon State, I mean? Uh, yes. It's rivalry week. Everyone should be worried. That's Ask me point. if I'm worried about Alabama playing a team that just lost in New Mexico State. Yes. Because <laughs> what would be the most Auburn thing True. to ever Auburn? Yeah, the only way that they can save save that is to go, oh, you guys lost to Mexico State. Well, we beat you the next week. Well, we beat you. So, Because uh, okay. you know they would. I put this question on here because I've heard both things said by people in person today. Fantastic scramble. Thank you. Um, I've heard both things said today by people. Oregon is both overrated and underrated. Which is it? Are we overrating them right now, and they're not as good as Bama and Ohio State and Michigan? Or are we underrating them, and no, they can absolutely hang with those teams, and they should be talked about as such? Uh, Oregon's really good, man. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know who's, who's saying they're overrated right now. I mean, they're beating the daylights out of almost every team they play. And at some point, when you score that many points, it doesn't really matter who you're playing. Case in point, we're up 55-17, and it is not the fourth quarter yet. And you're throwing deep. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're throwing a pick. Call that, a, call that deep. Um, um, I'll put it this way. If I was asked to put money on either Oregon or Alabama, and I'm impartial on winning the title at the end of the year, I'm going Oregon. That is a top probably three, definitely four team in the country. And they played like it every single week except the one that they lost to Washington. And they were also really good in that game. Yeah, that was not like a blowout. 
Which is what a lot of people like to think it was. It was like 36-33. It, it almost right. went to overtime. Right. Um, so, all right, chat, what do we think? Oregon, overrated, underrated? Are they properly rated? Parker says they're properly they rated. Um, if they had beaten Washington, they'd probably be ranked third. Yeah, you're, you're probably right about that. Um, one thing I heard today that I want to bring up with you, do you think it's dumb to have Michigan and Ohio State ranked back-to-back for this many weeks when you know they're going to play each other? I don't think it necessarily I don't, dumb. I'm not saying that I think it is. But I think it's an interesting argument where it's like... Get out of this. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. Uh, That just hurt his rushing total for the the week. Um, I don't think it's dumb, but I see where the person was coming from. Because it's like, what are we doing at this point? Just wait till... And this is what I always say. Rankings should not happen until November 1st. Any rankings of any kind. We don't know anything. And then we just sit there and we staple gun ourselves to, well, Ohio State can't drop. They were number two last week. Why? Why can't they drop? That would be an interesting case study if just all of a sudden college football decided, you know what? We are not doing rankings this uh, year. It's dumb because you know someone's getting knocked out. It's a great point. It's a great point. But again, it's like rankings are just so... I'm not in control of this right now. Okay. I guess, I guess we're running this. Yeah, you are. I guess Almost we're running that. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's tough. It's tough. I, I understand both sides of the argument, but like rankings are just kind of dumb before November, I think. Uh, I would be interested. I think it would be a fun season if they didn't do any rankings until the last day of the year. <laughs> until the until Selection Sunday, zero. No, they won't. That's like, they want people to watch the TV show. That's like and, Slaughterhouse know, Five college football. It, 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 the, 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 the game is more interesting when you, when you know the ranked matchups that are coming. Ty Buckner has wheels? Yeah, I'm putting... Ty Simpson when I take over. Yeah, I don't blame you. He's um, a better quarterback. Cardiac kids, Texas. Let's talk about them. They beat Iowa State 26-16. Yeah. This one wasn't one like the last few weeks where you felt like they could lose it. They never really felt like they were going to lose it, but it's still just another... It was another in a line snoozing. that's not a great trend. They left a lot to be desired. Granted, this is the same guy who said Survive in Advance is the name of the game for these teams right now, but at the same time... I don't know if that's the case for this Texas team. Um, doesn't matter. They beat Bama. Doesn't matter. They beat Bama. Doesn't matter. They beat Bama. I want to hear that when Alabama be if Alabama beats Georgia. Not when. If Alabama beats Georgia, I hope that is still the same thing. Well, they won the head-to-head. It won't be because Georgia's back-to-back national champions, but it should be. I think it will be. I'm starting to think it will be. I, yeah, I want to live in really, that world. It is really, really, really hard to beat the ball, don't lie allegations. It is. As an Alabama fan, as a fan that thinks that Alabama is better than Texas right now. Agreed. I think when the discussions start happening, and so, the, if once the committee starts using the word deserved again, ball game. If they start going best four, that's Alabama's best in that scenario, which may or may not end up being the scenario that happens. Yeah. We'll see. Anyway, um, I don't know. I, I'm annoyed with Texas, but I... We just put Jalen Monroe back in for some reason. I think Coach got pissed. <laughs> did they, like... Saban's pissed. Did they consider him hurt because I took that Oh, sack, wait, maybe? no. I guess it was just a glitch in the game. Yeah, probably. Uh, we're going to talk about Alabama. I put them last, but there's not much oh, to say. Um, Dude, Tyler Buckner is so bad. Give me a couple thoughts on these before we really... I want to start... I want to do more in-depth discussions about this week instead mm-hmm. of just picking the spread. So Sorry, before that... One last thought before we move on. Sure. Uh, I think a lot of people got film on Texas. And it really hurt them. I think that's what's really caught up to Texas. Mm-hmm. People really started getting film. They haven't really adapted or evolved. He, dude, he's awful. He's awful. Also, if you don't think I'm going for this. Uh, Parker actually, he mentioned what is very a very real possibility. And the one we were pretty, basically just saying is, yes, Alabama beats Georgia. And no SEC team gets in. And that's the other argument that I think that sure. will go in Bama's favor. Oh, I have a hot, boy. Other than the fact, and this is this is the one thing that helps me understand that that might not be the case, right? Because for all intents and purposes, going into this particular playoff, as far as ESPN is considering it, who cares more than anybody about this? Texas is an SEC team. Yeah. As far as the money is concerned, Texas this year is the SEC team. If Bama beats Georgia, neither team gets in. Now, technically, no, no SEC team is in. But and I forgot to put in Ty Simpson, so he's going to come out in the middle of this. Uh, Call a timeout and pull them out. Um, but yeah, I mean, Texas would be the SEC team, quasi-SEC team if that happens. It would be very, very weird. They have Ty Buckner's rating at a 90. 
No way. I'm also going to put in this dude. Uh, okay, uh, sorry. Uh, you want to talk about some other games. Florida and Missouri. Missouri wins 33-31 in a very exciting game. Missouri's good. Um, Florida, Graham Mertz got hurt, and that's huge for next week. What else do you want to talk about? Uh, I'm trying to get Dylan Lonner again in the game, but I, I think you have to put him second. So Lonner again, Buckner. Sorry, I'm just talking to myself. It's okay. Uh, sorry, you said Florida, Missouri. Yeah, um, I just don't understand this Florida team. To be blown out in the game they've been blown out in, and then to almost beat Missouri, who gave Georgia a lot of fits. I don't know. It's 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 good to see them do that before they play FSU. I thought FSU was just going to yeah. blow them out, regardless of who was a quarterback. Yeah, Florida's got a little life. They've got a little pulse. It just makes Saturday more interesting as far as that game goes. Yep, I agree. Uh, Louisville, 38. Miami, 31. That was another great game. Miami, dude. Snatching defeat from the jaws of victory all season. That it's got to be so... Fr- Andrew Green, if you're watching, know that we know you're frustrated. I cannot imagine right, watching right, that. That is sort of the story of Miami since... Whatever their last title was. I mean, 2001, that has kind of been their moniker. It's just not... So close yet so far. The years they're good, they just, they have the... I mean, really, they... Who was, what was the game where they... they Georgia Tech, the Georgia Tech loss was, was what broke their season. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad that. breaker. And I, was, I do feel bad for Tyler Van Dyke because that is... A shutdown full cast said, that is a broken man. I did not get longer get in. Uh, okay. Uh, UCLA, USC... UCLA won, does that say 38-20? 38-20, man. Dude. We talked about Lincoln Riley ad nauseum last week. We did. And I don't think we talked, at this point, I'm not even sure we talked about him enough. Uh, Dan Mullen tweeted something very interesting. I loved it. Wrong coach is on the hot seat in LA. Woo! Well, Chip Kelly also needs to be gone. But yes. Shout out Andrew Green, who's listening. Um, yeah. Dude. Dude. I don't, there's two sides to this coin, right? Mm -hmm. There is a side that is, yes, his team is not succeeding like they should or like we think they should, right? There's also the other side that is, they were one loss away last year from making the playoff Mm -hmm. in his first year as a head coach, which any other coach, everyone is like, oh, he's a great coach and he had a bad year. It is what it is. But since it's him, and since we've watched him do stuff like this at Oklahoma for all those years, it's the end of the world. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry, everybody. Um, it's the end of the world. So do you think, like, is he actually on the hot seat? I don't think he's on the hot seat, but I think that there's buyers are more starting to, to trickle under, under, under closed, in, in behind <coughs> closed doors because it's just more of an alarming trend that he has not been able to shake off his back ever in his career. And he's not, I mean, he's still a young coach. He's only, yeah, whatever, late 30s, early 40s. Like, he's still young, but he's not a spring chicken. This is 10 years of this. This is, this is what they're paying for. Yeah. This is what they're getting. And it's alarming. And it's more so alarming because they're, they, they go to the Big Ten next year. They have a tougher schedule. They have a tougher road to the championship. It's not going to be as easy. Last year was as easy as they're going to get trying to get to a national championship. They had the Heisman winner, and, and, and they fell flat. Now, they had a good season, but this year should have been more of the same. They should have been the team running that con- They were supposed to run that conference this year. Oregon, Washington, UCLA, Utah were supposed to be the afterthoughts. Yeah. Oh, they lost to all those teams. They lost Every to single one of them. They sure did. And some of them embarrassingly so. Yep. So yeah, I, I'm I'm starting to have buyers remorse. If I'm a USC fan, I, I, I watch every yeah. one of those games. I'm pissed. Uh, Brandon said uh, the week he said that Caleb Williams was the runaway Heisman. Uh, they started losing every game. They've lost five of their last six games. Yeah, and the one game they won, they barely beat a very ailing and bad Arizona State team. Uh, they beat Cal. The one win they had in there was against Cal by one point. They you've beat, been fifty to forty nine. You've been corrected. Miami's national championship was 2002. I'm such a fraud, man. Fraudulent. Oh, my God. I'm so tired of being bad at not knowing football. Uh, Forrest says, plus Caleb Williams is making, uh, is masking what is a pretty good O-line, and that's very true. He's, the whole, the whole system's bad. The whole system's bad. I'm starting to wonder if Lincoln Riley just got lucky having Caleb Williams transfer with him. We're, we're going to learn a lot about Lincoln Riley next year. We really are. It's going to be gut check time. Lucky, he offered the most money. 
They had the most money. Yes. They spent the most NIL money. That but you know season. what I mean. Yeah. Um, yes, he's very. He's fortunate that he had Caleb lucky, Williams to, to trade Yeah, that's what I'm saying. With. Lucky yeah. because if not, Lord knows what last year would have looked like, and Lord knows what this year looks like because of that. Classic. Man, Tyler Buckner. Classic Tyler Buckner pass. Not good. Um, okay. Moving on to rivalry week. Nailed it first try. You nailed it. The Human Torch was denied Prentice a bank is getting this ball. That's all I did. I'm staring him down. You stare him down. Do the old Jalen Milrow week, too. No, I'm not. Oh, oh my word. <laughs> was that on 4th and 15? Yes. In a game where we were up by 40 points? Yeah. It's cool. With yeah. 20 seconds left in the 4th quarter? We'll skip until end of the game. All right. Uh, Egg Bowl's Thursday. It's going to be a disaster. I don't have anything to break down. I just no. enjoy watching it. The Egg Bowl's great. It should be a Thanksgiving tradition in your house if it isn't already. It's definitely a tradition in both of our houses. Um, I love the Egg Bowl. I can't wait to watch it. I will be texting you during that game. It's just goofy football. It hasn't meant a ton most years. Uh, every now and again, the teams are ranked, and it means a little bit more. But this year, it's just kind of... I hope the game didn't freeze. I'm just going to set this controller. There we yeah, go. Yeah, we're good. Uh, Brandon said, uh, does he actually leave? Who gets the first pick? Um, yeah, Caleb Williams is gone because I don't think he wants to get his back broken anymore by their offensive line. Speak of the devil. Um, <laughs> oh, no, Caleb, don't get me wrong. Now, Caleb Williams has been a disappointment along with everything else that's happened in this, in this sort of uh, five out of six game losing streak. Um, uh, but Caleb Williams is, is Greeny, the quarterback prospect Greeny was NFL. joking. Yeah. Miami-Ohio State was the 2002 game where it was the bad call and Ohio State lost the national title. That so game. I was right. You were right. You're right. I'm sorry. I, <laughs> I really thought, you, thought I was. But I, I thought, was like, I'm not going to argue against Greeny. He I, would know. I thought you knew. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Uh, okay. Oregon State at Oregon, the Civil War. I don't think they call it that anymore, actually. The, um, the Platypus Cup? Is that what they're calling it now? I don't hate that, actually. It's the Civil War. Um, I don't hate that. I, I, like I, I don't know if that's stuff. like an internet thing or if I just... Yeah. Anyway. Um, I'm going to call it the Civil I'm War because I, I think that's a great name for a rivalry game. Rivalry game. Uh, I think Oregon's going to win this one. I, I, this game would be way different if it was played in Corvallis, but I, I just don't see Oregon losing this game at Allison with Bo Nix. I'm not giving in his Oregon last, State a shot. In his last college football game. I'm not giving I didn't. Regular I, season. Oregon State, had, Washington did everything that they needed to do for Oregon State to win that game. Like, that's as bad as you're going to get Washington on that Saturday, given the stakes. And D.J. Uyunglele, who's had a good season, had a bad game. You might want to flip those. You know. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah. I, I think, no, I, I think that uh, Oregon is going to steamroll them uh, next week. I think Oregon State was getting up huge for the Washington game. It's hard to get guys up huge twice. Yeah. Um, tw- two weeks in a row. So, yeah, no, I, I just, I'm not really buying this one. Uh, okay. You've got uh, Washington State next. at Washington. Let's, let's stay in the conference. Uh, Cougars. Huge tune-up game against Colorado. They drummed them. Yeah, they did. And at some point, probably in the between weeks after Championship Saturday, I want to go back and do a full episode on Colorado. We need we to recap. Talk, we could talk about a lot of it. That, that, there will be a 30 for 30 one day made about Colorado. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm taking Washington here. Um, I think, look, man, they just keep finding a way to get it done. Like, do. like Oregon, I think they're going to be hard to beat at home, and I don't think that Washington State's really got the guns to do it. This is the one I think stays close, though. In my mind, now I know Washington State has, they've lost like six in a row before they beat Colorado, but they have a little bit of momentum. Earlier in the year, they went on a, like a 4-5 five, five game. They started off 4-5-0. and oh. uh, Cam Ward was throwing all over the place. They were a team. They have the talent and the moxie to hang with Washington, who has not been playing the most inspired football lately. Pause right quick. What is the schedule we have? It's the one that the game gave us. I forgot to mess with it. Notre Dame, ODU, and Purdue to start off the season is wild. That'd be an awesome schedule to start the season. That is the most bleeping O-line I've ever seen. Are we on? Who are we on, Boatman? Help me out. I wasn't looking. Um, are we on Washington? Anyway. Uh, Jalen Monroe just had like a 70-yard touchdown. Run. I looked down. Huzzah. How, in the, how fun would that be if that happened Saturday? Oh. Just a blast. Best pregame ritual. I don't. I've, I'm distracted. I, I want to call. I, I'd have to think of some, but I really like the Buffalo running out on the field. I always thought that was cool. I, mean, Boomer, I, I like live. Boomer Sooner. Yeah, Boomer Sooner is really cool. Um, Colorado's a good answer. Oh, it's got to be Osceola. 
I mean, Osceola is a great. I try not to say because I was a kid. You know, I you know that was my favorite as a kid. I'm trying not to be biased, but I loved Chief Osceola as a kid. That that was so cool to me. I got to meet him a few times out. They brought us down on the field. I should find that picture and post it. To Ooh, we got a we got a cousins kissing joke from Spencer. Yeah, I, yeah, you were peeing, or I mean, pouring water in the sink, but it was yeah. uh, it was you know it was pretty good as far as Alabama jokes go. It's not terrible. Um, I don't know. Have we talked Iron Bowl? We got, we got. We should talk. We should off track there. Yeah, the Iron Bowl is gonna suck. This Iron Bowl is gonna suck. Is it? Yes. Are you sure about that? Every time that we're like, surely Auburn won't do it this year. Every time we're like, Auburn's not gonna be good this year. What happens? Yes. That this Iron Bowl is not gonna be entertaining. What happens? It's always more entertaining than we think it will be. But I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I'm... I think we're just kind of remembering the Bryce Young year for real. I mean, Alabama's going for... Never in our lives has Alabama beaten Auburn four years no. in a row. Has that ever happened? When's the last uh, time that happened? When's the last time Alabama beat Auburn four years in a row? I mean, we were in school, I think. Because what you're saying is true. We beat them in eight, nine. No, we lost in ten. Mm, we lost in ten. Eleven, we won. Twelve, we won. Thirteen, we, we lost. lost. Fourteen, win. 15 win, 16 win, 17 loss. Not four in a row. I, I, there may have been a stretch, but I really, really doubt it. And like your first year of life. Yeah, it's been a <laughs> Where very Where that long may have time. happened, but no. It's been a very long time since, that's ha- since that has happened. Alabama's a well-coached team now. And that changes my opinion on the way they're going to co- show up to these games. Now, I, they haven't been perfect, but... Pete Golding's not coaching the defense this year. <sighs> Phil O'Brien's not coaching the offense this year. The team looks more focused than they have in not. When again. was the last time Alabama went to Jordan Hare and it was just an absolute thrashing? Uh, it happened a couple times we were in college. Um, but that's a while ago. Not to date us and to say how old we are. Yeah. Uh, the Iron Bowl, to wrap it up, I just... <sighs> I, I want to believe that Alabama's going to go out and just lay waste. Mm-hmm. And even Georgia's going to just sort of straighten up a little bit. But I also know this team. I know how this team played against, say, Arkansas this year. Sure. And I just, I, I hesitate to say they're going to blow anybody that's not named UTC out of the water. Now, I'm not saying there's not going to be any, you know, struggle. I'm not saying it's going to be a, a 55-7 win that we that we are snoozing at by halftime. There's, I mean, it's it's a, it's a rivalry game. It's Auburn, and that place gets rocking regardless. I don't care that they lost New Mexico State last week. They're coming to try to erase that. That that completely erases that loss in their minds this week. So I'm not saying that there's nothing there. Yeah. But I don't. I, I'm not going to pick us to win by seven or ten points. I, I do think that it's a healthy win. I think Alabama has some style points they're going to be playing for. Alabama is very rarely, if ever, in that position to need to score a lot to try to impress people. And I think they're excited by that prospect. Yeah. Um, and the I other just thing don't that worries Auburn has the horses this year more than any other year in this that we've been afraid of this rivalry game. The other thing that's uh, that worries me about this game is the injuries. Well, yes. There's always injuries in the Iron Bowl, and it's never somebody like. It's it's always a big play. A I don't want to wish injuries on any of our players, but you know what I mean. Yes. It's it's never. Please don't say anything. Yeah, for I, real. Though. I almost just said Christian story. And I was like, that's so. Horrible. You just did. <laughs> that's so horrible. <laughs> so if he gets hurt now. It's my fault. Yes, it is. Uh, yeah, man. Ooh, what I, am I doing? I don't know. What was your plan? You rolled out to the side of the field with no receivers. <laughs> and I realized it, and then stopped. I was like, I guess I'll just. Uh, I'm gonna take Alabama 41-21. Yeah, I mean, that's about how I'm... Th- I don't think they're going to get 21. But I also could see it be like 20 to 13 and half, and we're furious. See, I think if we struggle, it's because our offense is flat, not our defense. I don't th- I don't see Auburn getting to 21. I think if we struggle and this game is close and we're crying at halftime, it's because we're up 10-7. It's because Bryce Young's taking the field and it's 10-3 to uh-huh. with one minute left in the fourth quarter. Because right. remember, last time we were in Jordan-Hare, that's exactly what you happened. were sitting in that chair, and that's mm-hmm. what happened. That's exactly what happened. I'm pretty sure I broke a coaster that night. You may have. That's all right. Uh, okay, big game. Ohio State at Michigan. I believe it was Parker. Maybe it was Forrest. Forrest mentioned it earlier. Right. What, what are we doing? I'm just seeing if I can 
get a one-on-one -on -one tutter. That's all right, Coach. It's a good call. Uh, biggest the game in history? Last year was big because C.J. Stroud was still in it. But this year you have all of the Michigan stuff going on, plus the fact that there's eight teams going for the playoff right now. I'm going to put it on the same level as last year. I will too. I'm not going to say it's more important than last year, but it's, I, I, I agree with you. I think it's the same level. Um, oh, but Michigan has won two years in a row now, which plays into it. This is at the big house. Mm -hmm. And I think out of the two teams, Ohio State has looked a little bit less dominant yeah. throughout the year. Um, they kind of suffered from the same thing that Georgia did at the beginning of the season, where they both had slow starts, right? So, yeah, man. I, I lean towards Michigan. Mm -hmm. I don't think Harbaugh not being there matters as much as people make it out to be. I meant to ask that earlier. Now That's like a to. super disciplined program as is. How big a deal is it when your coach isn't on the sideline? I mean, it's not. It, it doesn't make things easier, that's for sure. Um, but I think a lot of the stuff that a coach does throughout the week kind of helps put you in that position, and that's why yeah. you hire the assistant coaches that you hire, right? They are supposed to be conduits and arms of the head coach. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I lean Michigan. I won't be surprised if Ohio State wins. That's where I'll put this game. Yeah, I'm going to... I think if it's one game where your coach isn't there, your team get your team rallies and they get pumped and you know then then they make it you know they, they make it personal. I think three straight weeks. I think in a game like this, it does hurt. I think that Michigan has been playing worse than Ohio State most recently, and not just last week, but the weeks before that. I also think that there's not a single player in this game as good as Marvin Harrison Jr. I'm going. I'm going Ohio State. I know that I know that wow. it's a big house, but uh, I'm going Ohio State. Um, yeah, Marvin Harrison Jr. is a dog, uh, but I just I don't know if one skill position player makes a difference in a game like this. Yeah, makes that much of a difference. I know he's great. I know he's great. They made they made them not being in the games gave Georgia the last two national championships. So I think it does make. <laughs> I think he, I'm gonna say. I also I'm just trying to pretend like I have analysis that I don't have because I don't watch a ton of Big Ten football, but. Well, you'd love yourself. Mm -hmm. That's just that's just healthy. <laughs> that's that's mental self love. Uh, I don't. I think that uh, I don't know. Sometimes we kind of reach the end of the podcast where we just sort of like start yeah, talking let's, about let's random stuff. Sign off the pod. Um, so thank you to the pod listeners. We are going to finish this game and this stream and reply to comments <laughs> and stuff like that. Uh, uh, thank so you thank you, for you very much. We love you. We love you. Happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs>